Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bulldog, Tess, <laughs> Andrew, Bulldog, Albert. Andrew, Albert. Come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown. It's the year of our Lord, 2001. A space odyssey. <laughs> yes, I will do that. Yeah, no, no. It'll be a long year. It's the 22nd of February. Atomic Kitten, whole again. Number one for the second week. Dido, no angel again for the fourth week. Hannibal, that's an opening weekend record for an 18 certificate film. Weekend gross include eight hundred thousand pounds of previews to be number one film in the UK box office it's a film I really liked as a kid but then Mads Mikkelsen's come along and just ate him all up ah, ha, ha. Uh, this week Hearsay the band formed by ITV's pop stars made their singing debut on the channel's chart show CD UK they had been required to mime during a previous performance recorded for Channel 5's Pepsi chart show because their backing tapes had not been completed and see because reality is so funny they weren't pop stars, but they were done in about a year after their one single. And then Liberty X, who were the runners-up, were around for bloody ages. They were, weren't they? Were Liberty X the runners-up? Yes, they were, weren't they? Certainly you would. Uh, Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Ages and Seasons. The big game releases this week after Nintendo went, you know what, we can't be bothered making a new uh, Zelda game. Capcom, how about you do it? <laughs> they did such a good job. But they job. did a good job. Yeah, to they be fair. did such a good job. They were never asked to do it again. Yeah. And the fun mouth crisis has begun. <laughs> like Shang Tsung. It has begun. Oh, what a time to be alive. I think the way the way you said it then, it sounded like you said the fun mouth crisis. Fun mouth. The fun mouth crisis. Oh, the fun what we had back in the day. What a fun mouth. Yeah. Fun mouth. Whole lot oh, of fun no. prizes to be won. No, the foot and mouth crisis yes. began. Yeah. A, a pandemic of Is in you open your mouth and put your foot in it. Hmm. We just kept embarrassing ourselves in front of our Auntie Belinda's. Um, yeah, I remember the foot. I remember the foot and mouth thing. Do you remember the foot and mouth thing? And I remember that being a yeah. thing. We talked yeah. about it. It's this Peter K special. Remember foot and mouth. Remember foot and mouth. Hey, <laughs> I'm looking forward to Peter K's comeback tour in 20 years' time. Remember COVID? Oh. Yeah. Remember, remember, remember lockdown. I to remember uh, the Frankie Balls thing. Hey, remember Peter K? Exactly. <laughs> ah, and on that happy <laughs> uh, epidemic based start, <laughs> that was happening in the ugly world of reality. But what? <laughs> was happening? 
could turn away and everything. <laughs> so I just sneeze right in the microphone. Keeping that in. <laughs> what was happening in the world of wrestling? Hi, I'm Matthews, this is Tom. Hello. It's a Call of the Classic Smackdown review. Hooray! Oh, look at the audio levels for sneeze. Sorry, I've got, got a dancing <laughs> ring on the monitor. We're, we're <laughs> monitoring our vote because we are in our, on our new favourite studio. We're in here now for the, for the Smackdown yeah. review. Um, certainly are. I look like a dirty goth. Bless you, mate. Are you all right? That was. I thought good. I was until I saw that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very, very dark room, lit, and the long hair and the uh, the Adam Cole tan. You look lovely. Um, looking fantastic. Some Garth Marenghi energy about you today. <laughs> Go on, Tom. How are you doing? I'm good. My legs fixed. Good. I can walk again. It's good. Not that I couldn't before. But um, I was in a lot of pain after my birthday. You but were. I'm all I'm all recovered now, pretty much. Still some scarring, but we're, we're we're moving around, so that's nice. You're like the Ric Flair, stumbling and fumbling, stumbling and fumbling, and just shouting, wheelchair riding, shouting at Becky Lynch <laughs> whenever she walks past. Give me back my man. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my man. Yeah. Oh, bless him. Well, I'm glad that you walked. Yeah, I'm. Now. Yeah, I'm all good. What's been happening this week? That's of of of, of high consequence. Nothing much, I don't think. Oh, yeah, Keith Lee's back in oh, wrestling. Yeah. That's exciting. Your mate. My mate, Keith Lee. Aw. We wrote a song about him and everything. You did, you did. I'm so excited to see Keith Lee back. Um, it was just, just, just a, a happy time watching him hoy Isaiah yeah. Cassidy around on Dynamite. Ye- and Ye- it's it so him. great because it's like, oh, is there going to be a place for Keith Lee in AEW? This indie darling who loves... Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> this giant nerd of a man. Is there going to be a place for this man in AEW? Oh, I just don't know. They're all so serious there. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the boring, real modern world of wrestling, and we're not bothered about that. Oh, modern wrestling? Yeah, yeah, Ooh. boring that. What's new with you, Matthew Gregory? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, We've had a really boring week, haven't we? Yeah. No, this is just been business as usual, Tom. Business as usual. Yeah, it's, it's nothing been, ex- it? extravagantic. It's not a word, is it? Extravagantic. Extravaganza esque. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not been nothing. You know what? I'm just focused on what we've got today, which is on the docket. Smackdown from February the 2nd, 2001. Yay! But you know what? I can't even visualize what that looks like, even with Hannibal the left of me. Dido everywhere. Apparently. Here I am, stuck in the middle yeah. with you. Hoping Hannibal would eat Dido. Uh, what was happening in wrestling, just to set the scene? In the wrestling world this week. Blow my nose. Uh, you blow your nose. You haven't got, you I haven't got, got any tissues, so just like. You haven't got any diseases, have you? No. Do you want to go and get tissues whilst I do a little bit of a preamble? I think I'm good. You sure? Okay, cool. Uh, so over in WCW, which, um, as far as we know, that's still sticking around. There's no plans for WCW to go anywhere. Um, and business carries on as usual. Uh, some creative plans to get into in a minute. But they presented Super Brawl Revenge on Sunday. Just gone. Okay. This was the penultimate WCW pay-per-view. That's right. As it would turn out to be, the penultimate WCW pay-per-view. Uh, it was, oh, I remember which one. We saw now. Chris Harris uh, pinning Kid Romeo in a dark match. Wow. As in, like, you yeah. know, Bren Warkung and knock your brains out. <laughs> no, no, hang on. That's not fair. <laughs> this what you... I was America's most wanted for years. How dare you? <laughs> Future Brazen Warger. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Rick Bogner, <laughs> headline for thousands in Japan <laughs> for years, and his legacy is 
fake razor. <laughs> oh, Chris Harris is here in the card. My name is Braden Walker. Phil Brooks, better known as that guy in the mob car from WrestleMania. Right, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so that was a dark match. So Chris Harris getting a run out. In fact, there's been a little bit of um, bit of bluster from a few ex-EC, well, what will soon be ex-ECW stars, mm. because there's a few, no names no, it named. It is, ECW is dead. It is, but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's if it's not dead, it's 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 hanging, it's on life support, but it's definitely no, it's dead, very much dead. Okay, but even we've had the last show a few uh, weeks ago. Yeah, but it's still not official. I don't think. The ECW crew decided it was the end. So, but they've been asked. They've been ninety-nine percent dead. A few wrestlers <laughs> from the ECW side, no names have been said, uh, were offended, Matthew, offended. Be to be, I know, to be asked to do a tryout match for WCW. <laughs> to say who they were. No, Lance Storm, Lance Storm in his in his column uh, puts out a plea to the ECW guys to to stop being offended by being asked to do a tryout because <laughs> they're kind of because because they've been presented in such a way for so long. Like I don't need a tryout. I'm ready to go. You know why they're doing that? They're going, yeah, lads. We had the Public Enemy here a few years ago. <laughs> we need to have tryouts now. Exactly. We, that's that's just sensible. Uh, hit me with some star ratings for Super Brawl Revenge. We won't get to do many of these for long. Yeah. Uh, Shane Helms winning a six-way cruiserweight match over Shannon Moore, Kaz Hayashi, Yun Yang, Jamie Knoble, and Evan Courageous uh, for the for the cruiserweight title. No, it's not for the cruiserweight title. This is for top shot. contenders. Yeah. How many? Is Chavo the champ, I think. He is indeed. How, yeah. many, how many stars? Not many stars in that, is it? Two. <laughs> three and three, three and a quarter. That's overrated. Mm. That's the match that Jimmy Wang Yang talks about. His oh, interview. he's done all this stuff in his career, and you only know him as oh, Jimmy no, Wang Yang. Yang. No, oh, no. Headlined in Japan. Now you only know no, him as the cowboy. <laughs> headlined in Japan. <laughs> he's, he's not, a, he's not a, <laughs> that young rookie Takovich and He's not a household name in his own house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He uh, got so annoyed with Evan Courageous, like, throwing spots. He just, he shot at him for, like, a few seconds and took him down and then just realized, oh, yeah, I'm on pay-per-view. Probably shouldn't be doing this. I should behave myself. Yeah, hang on. Whoops, sorry about that. Hugh Morris beat the wall. We don't need no education. Was he the wall at this point? He's not a wall. No, he's just the wall. The wall left? The Misfits? Yeah, the Misfits kind of dissolved. I guess because Charbo had left. Yeah, so all in all, he just went back to being the wall. Oh, wait, I'm saying hey, Hugh Morris beat him, right? Mm. Like General Rection, so I'm really contradicting myself there, haven't I? It's fine. Oh, oh buddy, so he's exciting. headlined all over the place and you only know him as General Rection. <laughs> <laughs> well, that particular role stands out. It does, to be fair, because it had a rude name. Stands out like a penis. I get it. Thank you, Tom. Jesus wept. What's Good joke, that knob gag. What, half How a many? Star? St- half a star. Well done, mate. Yeah, come on. Sean O'Hare and Chuck Palumbo retain the WCW tag titles over Mark Jindrak and Sean Stasiak. Oh, uh, the good one. <laughs> the Shawn Michaels versus the Giannettis. It's <laughs> basically uh, what this two is. Stars. It was two and three quarters. Whoa. Chavo Guerrero Jr. versus Rey Mysterio Jr. for the Cruiserweight Championship. All right, um, two and a half. Three and a half. Wow, okay. Uh, Rick Steiner retaining the US title, uh, pinning Dustin Rhodes. Oh, Christ, a quarter star. Two and a half. Bullshit. Yeah, they pulled it out. They pulled it out of the bag there. Uh, Future father of Bron- Rick point. Rick Breaker, as he'll be known as, going you know, forward. Rick Steiner was dog rough at this point. <laughs> dog rough. Woof, woof, poo, poo. <laughs> 
so bad. Buried Rick Steiner. Uh, Buff Bagwell and Lex Luger beat Brian Adams in 625. Brian what? Clark had got taken out before the match, so they just faced one half of Crowley. Maybe no memory of that match whatsoever. Uh, Quarter of a star. <laughs> oh, they had the working boots mm. on. The cat beat Lance Storm to win back the commissionership. Hey, that's right. Oh, I liked it. Half a star. Two stars. Jesus. Uh, it says here in the Observer, Storm did about as good a job as any carrying cat as you probably could. Yeah. Uh, in an impromptu match, uh, Chris Canyon beat DDP. So the story here oh. is Jeff Jarrett showed a tape where Paige said that he will fight any, you'll fight Canyon anytime, anywhere, because Canyon's been doing the positively hey, Canyon yeah, yeah. thing. So, and therefore, Ric Flair is the is the boss of WCW, not the commissioner, but the boss, oh, said, in that God. case, you can have a match. I know DDP, you're set to face Jeff Jarrett, but you're going to have a match against Chris Canyon right now. And they had a competitive back and forth match for eight minutes and 15 seconds, uh, in which Jarrett helped Chris Canyon win. How many stars? I want to say way more, but probably only two and a half. Three and a quarter. Oh, get in. They went What a for great it. show this is on people. Yeah. Uh, then after that, we had DDP, who beat Jeff Jarrett, a match that began immediately after the last one. There we one. go, that's it. It was cut for like time, that. but uh, Paige uh, dodges a guitar shot, uh, hits, the cutter for the, hits the cutter for the win. How many stars? Uh, two and a half. Three and a half. This is a good show. Mate, this is like Super J Cup. Yeah, here from WCW at the very end. In the main event of the evening, in a convoluted clusterfuck. Oh, this the, is what I remember. Look at all the writing about this one match that's 11 <laughs> minutes long. So look at the size of the paragraphs that made it. Scott Steiner. Steiner versus yeah. Nash for the WCW title. Okay, so I'll try and give you the Cliff Notes version. Oh, okay. So throughout the show, Ric Flair has been sending like baby oh, faces no. home oh, phew. Um, so therefore no one can help Kevin Nash during the pre-show um, they said they didn't know if the main event would take place because Kevin Nash is injured so that's how you sell a pay-per-view isn't it <laughs> um, so Kevin Nash comes out in a wheelchair with two hot nurses Nash's nurses Nash's that's right. nurses one of them was April Hunter I believe he wa- yes yes it was nicely I done I know my perv you are bless you uh and then as he got into as he as he got towards the ring, he revealed he took off the blanket he had on his legs, and it was a fake cast on his leg. Excuse me while I whip this out. Yeah. Set up all along. Uh, he then jumped into the ring, uh, clocked Scott Steiner with the title belt, pinned him in 17 seconds, new yeah. champion. But wait! Flair orders the match to go two out of three falls. Okay, so Paige uh, ends up um, that oh Christ, there ends up just being a lot of nonsense in all of this. Uh, Scott Steiner gets cut open. Uh, there's run-ins of plenty. Uh, Steiner hits Nash and knocks him out to the floor. Flair then announces it's now false count anywhere. No disqualifications. The chair shots continue from here. Um, <laughs> Nash juiced from a chair shot, but broke out of the recliner. No one's ever broken the hole, they exclaimed. Unfortunately, memories of Goldberg flashed before my eyes, says Dave Meltzer. Um, Powerbomb by Nash. Medeja breaks up the pin. Nash gives Medeja a side slam. Uh, Nash then goes for a pin. Flair pulls Charles Robinson out of the ring. Nash goes after Flair. Steiner recovers, hits a low blow. Chair shot. And Marcus Johnson runs out signals for the bell as the Steiner recliner is on uh, to, to award this mess to Scott Steiner. How many stars? Eight and a half. One and three quarters. I don't think he's even coming towards that. Yeah. That's amazing. 
That's just a hot mess of a match, of a main event. Um, the, yeah, the Observer says here, the current storyline is to virtually eliminate all the top babyface from the rosters and present Diamond Dallas Page as the last survivor against Scott Steiner in Jacksonville. There's no shutdown, likely, uh, because TB uh, TNT have said no. Um, Turner have said no, you're not shutting down, you've got to keep on going. The plan is to build to an episode of Nitro, which sees the new owners come in and bring back Goldberg, Sting, Kevin Nash, Booker T, possibly Hulk Hogan, all at the same time on one Nitro. Just have them all line up on the stage and go, go get the baddies! That's the creative currently going forward. I remember reading about this a couple of times, how the plan was just to bring back all these top-tier baby faces in one fell swoop. Um, we sadly won't get there. <laughs> Um, uh, that was interesting to talk about like the very end of WWE when everyone's working their bollocks off because they think like there's a there's changing there's of the guard coming yeah, yeah, yeah. so therefore they all want to prove that they're worth keeping on the books yeah so there's all that going on as well it's uh and Jeff Jarrett's nice podcast from my world he's talking about how like when Jerry Jarrett took over the Memphis based area and had a thing in for uh, Kerry and Kevin Von Erich. Not only did they have to show up to when they were booked because they had a thing for no showing events 30 minutes from their house, but it's like, yeah, you have to work as well. You're not getting paid. <laughs> Apparently, there was one time he went and, uh, you know, didn't put that much effort in and he realized, oh, I didn't get paid for this. I see. So next time he came in, the description met the observer said something like, uh, Kerry worked harder than he had done in three years. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him putting the effort in. Yeah. No, and they can't just, you know. <clears throat> they can't just phone it in. Mike Tyson is coming to New Japan, except he's not coming to New Japan. <laughs> Go so, on. New Japan, gained some, to me. New Japan gained some headlines this week with a surprise announcement, which apparently has little in the way of validity, that Mike Tyson was negotiating to do a mixed match in the summer, made by Antonio Inoki, of oh, course. Of course. For there the, we go. Ding, ding, ding. There's it, the bullshit ominous. The on. announcement was made at the 18th of February, pay-per-view from Tokyo Sumo Hall. Inoki, after the sixth match of the show, came out with a fax letter from Michael Smith, an attorney <laughs> for Tyson, claiming that earlier this morning, negotiations had got underway for a match with Tyson against a Japanese pro wrestler. However, Sherry Finkel, Tyson's agent, the following day, denied any negotiations were taking place. <laughs> I get Bruce Pritchard's thought about this. Like, Conrad be reading something like, chat me up, Bruce. Uh, it says here that you and um, pra oh, people behind, oh, Dream Stage Entertainment, um, uh, scheduled to be doing a, uh, organizing a Dewey versus Pride show soon or a tour of events. Uh, what happened with that? Why didn't it happen? Bruce's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Do you understand that a lot of the Japanese press and media is built up by them talking bullshit <laughs> and hoping you go, yeah, that sounds good. We'll do that. And I thought, that's just silly by Bruce P. I think it's one of the few things Bruce P says that's like, actually, yeah, I think he's got a lot of ability that Inoki Nelson might type. <laughs> but I even taken with him. Mate, yeah. I, I get the feeling sometimes that we do this podcast that, that we are somehow... Re rewiring history. It's when you look back at it and go, oh, that was bollocks. Because, no, it's that's, more... That's Terry Taylor. It's more, That's Jericho. It's a bit of that. Allegedly. It is a bit of that, allegedly, a bit of that. It's a bit of that, but Terry also... Confirmed. Like, we've talked about stuff, like, that have just come up in casual conversation that all of a sudden becomes part of the flow. Yep. I mentioned this. This week in The Observer... There's a long bit about Trevor McDonald. You warned me about this. 
News at 10's Trevor McDonald. Wait, when's that on? News at when? And we talked about how Trevor McDonald, the host of the News at 10, and we've just kind of made fun of this whole idea, like the News at 10 keeps moving around this day in history. Trevor McDonald is talked about in the Wrestling Observer newsletter. We had no idea this was coming up. Like, I read the Observer week for week for this podcast. We've talked about Trevor McDonald for weeks. We, and all of a sudden, Dave Meltzer's talking about Trevor McDonald. I think we're rewriting history. Do you think the schedule was so erratic that uh, ended up <laughs> missing the allotted slot? <laughs> ended up in the observers. The first line from McDonald's, why am I here? <laughs> why am I here? Um, so from the observer... ITV in England ran a lengthy wrestling piece on its Tonight with Trevor McDonald highly rated primetime current event show. Melter's talking about Trevor McDonald. My head feels sick. Highly rated. So he's getting his news from Trevor McDonald. McDonald. The focus was on the effect of pro wrestling on kids. Two cases were brought up in the US. The much talked about Lionel Tate Tiffany Eunuch murder in Florida. And the Jason Wheeler case in Yakima uh, WA is... Hmm? What? UA, is, is WA Washington? Yeah. Okay. Um, the one heavily pushed in court TV specials in the US. They brought up some incidents in the UK, focusing mainly on David Vale, a backyard wrestler who lost the sight in one eye for three days from a kick to the face and another who suffered a broken neck. They had a study placing three young really children... difference between those two injuries. Isn't slight difference. Bad eye, broken neck. They had a study placing three young children in front of the TV in a room with a hidden camera, and the kids were then told pro wrestling GTV. was... <laughs> this is where GTV was meant to go. The kids were told that pro wrestling was fake and all acting. They then aired the Triple H vs. Mick Foley Hell in a Cell match from last February. <laughs> Within minutes, the kids started fighting, and one of the kids powerbombed another. <laughs> That's bullshit. There wasn't a powerbomb in that match. <laughs> Stupid kids. Got five stars in the dome. Kids like, ah, Pedigree looks a bit convoluted. I'll just powerbomb <laughs> Schrodinger's kids, will they powerbomb each other when no one's watching? A psychologist watching stated that at first it was normal childhood roughhousing, but then said some of the moves they were doing were alarming and the kids didn't realise they were hurting each other. Chris Cruz was shown in a clip criticising the negative values portrayed to children when they idolised Steve Austin and The Rock. What are you doing here? (laughs) It gets better. UK promoter Brian Dixon. Oh, God. <laughs> was on was on the show saying he puts on good family oriented shows. Can hear the voice. <laughs> I've got no, t- wrong witness. I've got a team here. The, it's the kids of Dom Billington, the legacy of the British Bulldogs. We're going to call them <laughs> the Dynamic <laughs> Duo. <laughs> really? The di- name of tag team. Influenced by a team from the 80s after something from the 60s. <laughs> Mate, like, Brian, Billington Bulldogs was right there. The dynamic duo. The, the Wigan Miners. Because <laughs> they were young. You see. <laughs> Come on, the Wigan Miners. Come out with little hats on and lights. Like Mario Picross. Uh, th- th- anyway, so Brian Dixon says... We've been looking for gold. <laughs> now we want the gold round our waist. 
So Brian Dixon puts on good family-orientated shows. Uh, the show's ended. Say the show ended saying there was going to be a study looking at the effect of pro wrestling on television that will be published in the UK in March. Channel Four, which broadcasts Heat, is going to be more heavily monitoring the violence content on the show. Okay. <laughs> on the wrestling show that they are. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just like Trevor getting a nod God. in the Observer. It's good, that, isn't it? It's great. Mm. Um, little bit of notes on this week's episode of SmackDown before you get into it. Um, just a little nod to something. Is that my notes as well? Yes, it is. Excellent. Just sorting my notes out from all of that. Or page of notes from Tom, my phone. Kind of an ECW, um, kind of an ECW sort of invasion of this episode of SmackDown because Rhino debuted in a dark match, oh. beating Bo Dub. <laughs> so Bo's on the way out. Bo Dub. Didn't use a gore. Uh, used a form of a diamond cutter as his finish. Mm. I guess whether they like edged us a spear. Yeah. Don't do a spear, but then they just went, ah, oh, just 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 yeah. do a goal. I'm glad they changed their mind on that. I mean, there is there is something mm. about yeah, mixing it up and stuff. But um, yeah. just incredible had his first TV match on Sunday Night Heat. This may not air in the US, maybe just for Heat internationally, because Heat may be done live in <laughs> Vegas. As this is ahead of No Way Out. Ah, so they take, of course, yeah. Yeah, so, so I think this was a match that was taped for the um, the UK mm. and you know, TV and stuff. Mm. Maybe it was on metal, maybe it was on Jacked. Um, Such an insult, isn't it? You're not even good enough to be on the international edition of Heat. <laughs> uh, or as it's now known, NXT UK. Oh. Uh, that's mean. I like NXT UK. I didn't no, mean I don't. I do. I'm, I, I like it. You're There's kissing some... down to them. I guess. <laughs> I still like kissing them. Um, another person whose finisher was uh, changed for his match. Oh, of course. Yeah, they don't get just incredible to do the tombstone. Of course not. So he's doing an Arn Anderson gourd buster as a finish. He really yeah. felt very... Girl should have uh, smacked down one crater <laughs> wrestler but not earned the good moves yet. It, it is a isn't gourd it? buster. A gourd buster. <laughs> Does anyone know the way? There's got to be a way to gourd buster. Um, those are my notes from, <laughs> from from beforehand and the world. You went from his finish it. That's incredible. To that was crap. <laughs> That's underwhelming. That's not just the best. <laughs> That's barely credible. <laughs> That's just. International heat. <laughs> that's not the best. That's just all right. It's just there. That's just, that's just there. Yeah. <laughs> just there. There's SmackDown. Yay! Just there. Witty woo. Where witty wee witty woo. Of note though, they've added the big show with the steam coming off his head from the Raven Hardcore match two weeks ago at the intro because it looks cool it as looks hell. looks amazing, doesn't it? He's hot, he's hungry, he's the big show. <laughs> We're 72 hours away from No Way Out. It's Kansas City tonight. Kane, The Rock, Undertaker versus Team Eck. Edge, Christian and Kurt. No DQ. Ooh. Also, Jim Ross has been ordered to interview Austin Triple H in the ring tonight. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Kurt Angle opens the show, looking apprehensive and focused, and other big words. Potentially the last time we get to see the coach gear, title outfit on SmackDown, which I've checked. There's been no, like, deluxe action figure model. What? Disgraceful. We can have every crappy Triple H WrestleMania entrance yeah. done as a figure, but we can't have coach gear Angle. Disgusting. Ugh, I wouldn't buy it. Disgusting. I would. 
<laughs> I'm going to take the page out of Edge Christian's book and want to take a moment with his title. The crowd chants, Angle sucks. He says, no, 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 that's not what you're thinking. You're thinking, duh, grab your camera, honey. That photo will be worth <laughs> something. Last time, Angle's going to be seen with his title. Woohoo! <laughs> I think not, says Angle. You'd have to make your money some other way, like delivering newspapers or giving blood. <laughs> <laughs> to which Jerry Lawler went, you can give blood? <laughs> what a weird thing to say. Yeah. You can give blood? You can give blood? Kurt Angle's beating the so-called odds and retaining his title. <laughs> Angle says the countdown is on for my reign. Okay, Casey Kasem. Yes! Jesus, Jesus Christ, that reference is so old, you need to cut it in half and count the rings. <laughs> Oh, and then speaking of Casey Kasem... I love the Casey Kasem references. Not my crap segue for once. They say, speaking of Casey Kasem, the WWF Volume 5 comes out this week with a big picture of The Rock on the front with a pie. Oh, no. Angle wants to listen to The Rock's debut recording. I'll put here, oh, God, no. We get footage of The Rock recording it, but, of course, half of it is cooked about him eating pie. However... Very sadly, The Rock doing the bit where he goes, The Rock's, The Rock enjoyed it so much, he was speaking Chinese, and he does his... Does a Chinese. His Rock circa 2001 impression of a Chinese person, left intact. This audio clip was supposed to entice people to buy the album. It cuts the angle saying, what the freaking heck was that? I think we're all thinking it in 2022. <laughs> That's who you want as the next champ, says Angle. Crowd cheers. Yeah, well, you guys worship George Brent. A cheater and a known hemorrhoid sufferer. I didn't Google who he was. I just left it at that. So I thought it was funny and not knowing. <laughs> I'm going to Google. Google. I'm going to Google George Brent. Angle is mad because he knows The Rock wasn't actually talking about pie. Was he? As a kid, I thought he was talking about pie. I still, to this day, do not see how that is a euphemism for that. I've never looked at a pie and thought, hmm, you know what I'm thinking of there? Anyway, Angle then plays Metal, <laughs> which plays over clips of Angle beating up Rock. Metal is, of course, Kurt Angle's theme. Uh, Angle goes to speak, but he goes, you know what? That was so good. We should see it there. We should see it again. And we do. <laughs> and the crowd chant, you know what's this? You suck in sync to the theme. Yes! Way before Edge did it. Uh, yeah, and, and I can't remember whether this sticks around. I think it doesn't, and then Edge brings it back, but... That could be completely wrong. We'll have to wait and see. Kurt Angle says that no way out. He'll be singing another tune. The, oh, sorry, The Rock will be singing another tune, I should say. The I Just Got Beat by the Brahma Bull Blues. <laughs> if you smell what the champ is cooking. Kurt Angle ruled here. Who's the hemorrhoid sufferer? George, well, the only, thing, the only George Brent I can find is, is uh, an actor from, like, the 60s. <laughs> Which would be... Which is still more up-to-date than Casey Kasem. George Brent, an Irish-American stage film and television actor, best remembered for the 11 films he made with Betty Davis, including Jezebel and Dark Victory. Right, but did he do any adverts? Um, he did adverts for Preparation H. Hey, we can. There's the arse. So there you go. Like he's, I think it's the same. It's that same energy as Pele doing the erection problems adverts. Bless him. Um, yeah, pie ages like... Well, like a pie would. Um, do you think, like, The Rock's been in conversation a lot over the last seven days uh -huh. because he initially came out in support of Joe Rogan 
And then people said, well, Joe Rogan's quite racist sometimes. And Rock detract, retracted his support of Joe Rogan after <laughs> learning more. And this led to people kind of finding little clips of The Rock from mm. his wrestling days. And I would just live in fear of <laughs> the sheer amount of stuff that we watch on a, on a, on a weekly basis and just think, oh, if people share this <laughs> with the wrong intention. Oh, yeah, you could do a good mixtape of The Rock's worst moments. Oh, you really... Rock, what do you think of the Chinese? Oh, gee, yeah, and this... You want to make sure you never do a Fast and Furious film ever again. We'll show that. I wonder but whether... You, I wonder whether... Rock, I was going to say, Rock did this. This is, the, this is the period where, you know, it's, again, a lot has changed over the past 20 years. It has. For this is better. 20 years old. Yeah, yeah context is king. Joe Rogan was saying that stuff like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, there is that as well. Hey, I don't get the argument. All, that Rock, all Rock has to do is like the ICP and go... Yeah, we used to say these things back in the day, and then we learned a lot of our fans are like this, and then we'd be mortified. I really like liked ICP's message about that. I thought, yeah. you're, how are you the only people getting that right? Like, getting hitting that right? Because there is... Some, like, cancel culture is very much a thing. It's a, it's it's a buzzword. Not, it's a buzzword. I don't like that term. Do you not? What would you... It's a term conservatives use. Yeah. But the, but the, but the idea... You're drinking of, the Pachiti juice. But the idea of cancel culture is very much out there. I'm not saying whether or not I believe it, but I know that there is the idea that people, like, actions will be pulled up. And it's, and there's, how do I phrase it? It's, it's such a... It's a bitch. I need to do a few drafts of it before I start saying mm, it. It's a minefield. It's, I'm it's, aware that your consequences can have actions. Yeah, consequences, yeah, you know, consequences to things that you say do have actions and they should be dealt with as and when. It would, oh, like, the, the, I think The Rock has done a lot of good in the world. Personally, yeah, and I think there's a but that does does it excuse him from yeah, welcome the jungle? I mean, not all good, um, <laughs> but I would wonder how. I wonder if the reason I'm mentioning it is I wonder if people like The Rock have kind of got a in case of emergency break glass type thing prepared. Should old clips be pulled up and this is what taken I mean though? This is like, like again because uh, we're going on a real deep end thing, but I, I, I'll. I think I'll say this and we'll like try and lovingly move on. Yes, please. That's what I'm saying is it's people that I think some people get the idea of like, oh, you said something bad 20 years ago. Well, mm. that's it. You're done. You're through. You're finished. It's like, mm. no. I think always look, yeah, you're right. I did say that. Uh, it was a different time. Uh, I forget his name, but the guy who did Bo Selector went, yeah, you're right. I, I shouldn't have been doing, I should have been blacking up as Craig David and everybody yeah. else on a regular basis. Uh, I regret it and... I think they, they they stop. They don't play proper crimbo anymore during Christmas. No, which is a bit of a shame because it's one of the all right songs. But I can obviously see it's a bit that we going like, yeah, I made a mistake. Yeah, Sorry about it. Like it, that, people got that. They don't like I said something wrong once, and that's it. I was shot by lasers immediately afterwards. It's like, no, just like apologize, admit it, moan up, and try not to do it again. To be fair, Lee Francis has has Lee served, Francis, thank you. He served his time because he did a sitcom with Amanda Holden. So I think he's Did been he? punished enough. What was that? <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> it's not very good. Why am I asking? Yeah, I don't care. It's not very, it's not very good. I'm like, wow, tell me. I'm like, I have no interest. Mm, it's not. But anyway, I think, again, this could be like, I think we're going off. Uh, it's it's no, that's got to be okay. I think it's an, Yeah. People are like, can you just say a cane joke called mock test? Oh, my God. <laughs> Can I have a freaking Joe Rogan? <laughs> Joe Rogan, what are you doing here? He's still doing Fear Factory at this point. Fear Factory. Fear Factory? What yeah. are you doing yeah, here? He's playing bass. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Fear Factor at this point. 
<laughs> doing a theme for uh, No Way Out. Anyway, carry on. What's, what's, oh, it's me doing this. It's you doing it. Beg your pardon. I was just uh, getting distracted. A limo arrives, and also, there's horses in the background. Yes. Is the assumption that it's there to pick up a horse or drop off a horse? Can I, you fit a horse in a limo? I put it down to, like, us being near some stables. <laughs> I mean, it is, it's foreshadowing. It is foreshadowing. There's so a limo coming up. Hey, look, there's a horse shitting. <laughs> All right. Also, speed of foreshadowing, Austin is getting a coffee. Can we talk about the very wasteful way that he makes no, a coffee? Wait, wait. Before that, though, he throws an empty cup in the bin after making his coffee. And then Cole says, Wow, he's not in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> what would he have done if he was? <laughs> Recycled it. <laughs> Gives, gives his coffee cup a stunner. <laughs> Turn out your zumba bitch. It's a very wasteful way to make a coffee. He puts go on, Tom. I think so. I'll yeah. Right. So so he so he has he has one cup and yeah. he puts the sugar in yeah. and he pours the coffee in. Then he takes another paper cup, pours it into the other cup, yeah. and then chucks the original cup away. Yeah. I, I think that's meant to replicate the act of stirring. But surely oh. there's surely there oh, are okay, stirrers yeah. there. You know what? It looked like he was doing the Die Hard three. What a puzzle. <laughs> Listen to me Just very carefully. right. <laughs> Listen to me very carefully, McLean. <laughs> Three. I can't remember. Needs to know off by heart. Perfect. <laughs> Balanced, lovely. Next. Just Joe goes to make a coffee afterwards. Explodes. Mm. Anyway. Uh, we get a clip of Raw here. Did we you mention that? do on yeah. Raw. Austin stunned Steph. That doesn't sound like Austin. Oh, <laughs> Backstage, Steph is there holding her neck and reminds Triple H to not attack Austin or he'll get suspended. Triple H says if that's the case and he'll he'll get suspended, he might as well take out Austin for good. So Triple H is like, all right, if I'm going to suspended, I might as well kill Austin. How much has Stephanie's resilience improved whilst we've been doing this podcast? Because <laughs> in 1999, she got a bin to the face. <laughs> And she missed months and a wedding. She took a stunner on Monday. She's fine today. <laughs> she said, anytime she got a hit, she had to amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> she keeps forgetting. Andrew? Oh, for God's sake, when we've gone I, back too far. When did I marry you? <laughs> she wakes up and goes, the bulldog hit me. Oh, no, we've gone True, back. She keeps on punching her until she remembers. <laughs> bulldog? Tess? <laughs> Andrew? Bulldog? Albert? Andrew? Albert? Honey. Oh, there we go. Hey, Kane. <laughs> Linda. <laughs> Boy, R.D. <laughs> Jeff, yes, sir. Jeff and Lita show up. We have clips of Matt Hardy bonking Dean Malenko with a chair <laughs> so Lita can win and end this stupid feud. Oh, but then Matt Hardy kisses Lita afterwards. It was the heat of the moment. So it's confused. Matt's like, oh, sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> and then... Leader goes, no, I'll come back here. Kisses him back. Yeah. It's tonsil hockey time. Um, this is their real life relationship coming ah. to the front. They've been dating since January 1999. Oh. They met at an NWA Mid Atlantic show and they just hit it off. And Probably they started nothing else dating. To do. Yeah, that's it. So, so I feel like, so all the time, like she was in the corner of SA Rios, her and Matt were an item. Yeah. So that's cute. I like the fact that it's now on the telly. Remember that? And night? it'll never go wrong. They're so like, yeah, remember that night we, we hooked up and, you know, 
Mike Rapada who's taking on <laughs> Chris Harris, who'd be go, go on to become Braden Walker much later on. <laughs> I was so bored, we thought we'd make out. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> beautiful relationship. <laughs> Mike Rapada getting shrapnel. Anyway, tonight it's <laughs> Jeff Hardy versus Rikishi in the only singles match ever, like a final cage match. Mm. Uh, by the way, Mike Rapada, I bring him up because he was a guy, one of the many people who allegedly bought his ended weight world title reign. Oh, really? He said, can I be the champ? Like, 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 like the most expensive cameo you've ever known. I'd like to be the NWA champion. Yeah, back then in 2000, you could have done it with a change in your pocket. It's <laughs> not enough money for a, a hoagie. Uh, Rikishi's theme, Bad Man, is now on volume five. I remember it being an all right song, but it's not kind of what here, Rikishi. I remember the kids at my school going, have you heard of Rikishi trying to rap? Oh. <laughs> Even dead kids were like, you can't rap. <laughs> anyway, Jeff avoids Rikishi's ass and then uses his agility to land a standing, flipping leg drop on Rikishi's hard ass head. Lita perves over Lita for a... What? Lita perves over Lita for a bit. That's not right. Maybe she's looking herself in the mirror thinking, damn, I look good. <laughs> uh, man, I'm pretty. One, two, three. <laughs> We're advised Matt isn't here because he took a headbutt from Rikishi and a Tonga death grip on Raw, hence why this match is happening. Oh, all right. Good show clips of that, I guess. But uh, Rikishi dodges a whisper in the wind before using the ass to beat Jeff clean. Post-match, he goes to deliver another ass, but Lita tries to go up top. Rikishi sees her from across the ring and then asses her until Matt Hardy runs out to save her. I dare you to kiss her now, Matt, squeals Lola. Lola would. You never go ass to mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah, the sets of a match. They expect will be at no way out. Lights Jeff Hardy in this singles bit here. Yeah. Future WWE champion Jeff Hardy mixing it up with the heavyweights. Yeah. And I wonder whether part of this was a little testing of the water with a Jeff Hardy singles run. Also, you know, I know that the, the Bross is pretty paggered. So maybe they're just going, look, is there anybody here that we can we can elevate? And you know, maybe at this point they were thinking, Jeff Hardy could be, could be the guy. They were yeah. thinking more that for Jeff than Matt, unfortunately. Yeah. That might be alternate, you know. You get like you have you on SmackDown, you have it on pay per view, and everyone's knackered at this point. It's yeah, so funny. this is such. I mean, a... It's not funny, funny, but it's like we're at the hottest period in wrestling, nearly, or one of the hottest periods. Obviously, there's been others, but it's like, yeah, everyone's dead, Dave. <laughs> Somebody's not dead though. Ah, William Regal. Yeah. Backstage tells Trish she looks ravishing. <laughs> Kurt Angle shows up and thanks her for being in his corner. So The Rock doesn't have any excuses. Sorry, that's horribly written. Angle shows up and says, look, I appreciate you being in my corner all these times, but I don't want you in my corner anymore. I don't want The Rock to have any excuses when I beat him at No Way Out. So thanks, but bye. Thanks, Trish is like, no thanks. Oh, and before she gets a chance to react, Regal remarks, splendid. That means you can accompany me in my matches starting tonight. <laughs> Trish declines as she has something else to attend to and walks off with Angle nudging Regal and saying, hey, she likes you. <laughs> and Regal goes, I know. Oh, Beautiful little comedy. And it's nice because they actually resolved that. So I'm like, yeah, what, what's Trish doing here? She can't be doing that thing with Kurt yeah. and the thing with Regal and the thing with Vince. They actually the acknowledge. They actually the with... clear some of her schedule. She's so good. Like everybody wants to do bits with She's her. She's starting fights with everybody. Yeah. She's like Italy in World War II. <laughs> <laughs> Sad that she never came, became William Regal's full-time crumpet though. That was... Oh, how, the dynamic between the two My would have been amazing. crumpet. My favorite strumpet. <laughs> A crumpet. There are many others, but this one is mine. <laughs> anyway, no way out. 
has the Edge in Christian versus Duds versus Kane tables match uh, because they're all fooked, I've put here. So on Raw, Edge and Christian set up the Dudleys in the parking lot and then had some guy inform Undertaker that the Duds are messing with the Undertaker's bike. So they brawled amongst each other until Edge and Christian were then able to sneakily nail Kane with a concerto. Oh, that is not cool, Kane. No, that's this is stupid, Kane. This is stupid, Kane. Stupid Kane's been swapped in. Cool oh, Kane, yeah, guys, known. what you do? Oh God! Cool Kane, would have gone. I don't give a shit about your bike. <laughs> hey, hey, brother. Oh, they hit my bike. Okay. Look, let me ride it then. <laughs> I'm no. saving it. I'm, I'm looking after it. No, you can't ride it. You just have to help me get it back. No, it's mine. <laughs> this stupid cane going, but who will I have a backy off to get home? I'm on my way. <laughs> I think this is the exact moment. Cool Kane's like, what's happening? Gets hit, bonk. Oh, no. <laughs> this is where Cool I'm stupid oh, again. Oh, no. This is where it happens. Yeah. Where Cool Kane becomes stupid Kane again. Yeah. We had Cool Kane falling off the apron, not going through a table, going, I don't give a shit. Getting up. Chokes on an education last week. No, it's like, oh, parking lot. So <laughs> safe to be. My favorite color is seven. <laughs> oh, no. So are we saying that Cool Kane and Stupid Kane were the same person, but with <laughs> one, one with head trauma? Yeah. Wow, that's a that's a development of the camera. It's the it's, it's the angle they want to do with Moppy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be the Powerball Perry got smarter. That'd be brilliant. So that's wearing glasses to denote he's clever Perry. Suddenly, as you powerbomb him, as he rolls back up, he's wearing glasses. Mm. They powerbomb him again, the glasses are gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> My god, I figured it out. I can get myself a WWE title shot having doing any effort the power bomb again. Hey, I'm Perry. <laughs> Let us write wrestling. For God's sake. Let us Tastes write like, no, 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 wrestling. No, 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 power bomb one more time. No, we're done. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, give me another power bomb. Nah, mate. Terry hitting with objects. What are you doing? <laughs> Damn it, I'm not strong enough. He's just changing his language. <laughs> French, German, Linda. Por favor. It's like adjusting a TV aerial. Bang, bang. Ole, bang. All right, champion. Bang. Perry Sutton loved it so much, he was speaking Chinese. Oh, no, 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 you'll get cancelled later on. No, Perry, don't do it. Don't do it, Perry. Don't do it, Perry. Is Perry Sutton all right? In general. No, he got hit loads. No, not tonight, but in general. Oh, no, no, nowadays he's like... Last Massively suffering from CTE. Yeah, last time I saw him on Facebook, it made me really sad. Because like he, he was... says he walks into rooms and forgets why he's yeah, there. Yeah, God love him. Yeah, God love Perry Sutton. Sorry, sorry, you bring it down to reality. Yeah, uh, he was great sucks. though. At this, but no, but he was great at this point. I always, I always preach hey, we, about. We've said enough good things about Perry. Yeah, Sutton. yeah. I just think, just, just, you know, we'll, we'll see him mm. in a minute. He's rest that Al Snow wishes he was. <laughs> anyway. The Dudleys are interviewed by Kevin Kelly. It's going to be a tables match on their way out, and they're like, well. Wait, wait, why? What did you guys do to have you guys be put in a tables match with the Dudleys? Bubba tells Undertaker that they're, mo- they're moving into Undertaker's yard as some way of saying, yeah, you don't live in a yard, stupid. <laughs> I, I liked that promo, though, because, yard. because it started off as them going, somebody yeah, else. It started off really good, like, wait, that's our match. Yeah, and it's almost, and, and by the end of it, it's like, well, no, it's clearly Undertaker and Kane are being punished because they're facing us. And I liked how that twisted. Yeah. 
Because it, it sounded like they were being punished, and then by the end of it, they're like, no, this is a punishment for Undertaker and Kane because yeah. they're in our match. Like, I like that. Bring in the, bring in the Dudleys up there. I liked it. I like seeing the Duds mixed up with Undertaker and Kane. And the Dudleys going, hey, Undertaker, throwing rocks at the, the window. <laughs> what? He goes, we're in your yard. <laughs> All right, just shut, the cur- have- shut the curtains. <laughs> Demon's having a shit. <laughs> Quick, come in, it's raining. <laughs> Coach talks to Jim Ross. Was- Kane comes out the front door wearing, a, wearing an apron. <laughs> Get away, kids! I know you're dead! <laughs> Go away. Perry's working on another serum. Anyway. <laughs> Coach talks to JR, who was forced to talk to Undertaker in Austin tonight. What? The triple. Wow. Matthew typing this up fast. Something that sucks. I think it's like, yeah, it's like, no, what are you doing here, you doofus? <laughs> Could I be in this promo Anyway, JR is just like, yeah, well, I don't want to have to do this, but I'm going to do it, and I have absolutely no... JR basically saying, I don't like it, but I'll have to go along with it. I know what's going <laughs> to happen, guys. And <laughs> Coach's like, yeah, I know what's coming to you as well. I'm like, I know. <laughs> Trish goes to see someone in a limo and speaks sexy to, her, to them. Him or her, we don't see. Ooh, can't wait for that. Uh, we get the 2000 edition of Don't Try This at Home video. Is this the first time? Fe- no, we've seen it before, but like featuring clips of Farouk as Nation of Domination Farouk from like 97. It is, isn't it? Get the hat! Yeah. Like, how old are these clips? <laughs> They're old clips. So great. Um, I first time I remember seeing it on SmackDown. We've definitely seen it earlier, but because it, it's like, wait, what, what are these clips? Because they're the really good ones where it's on that, like, again, shot in 97, we're in, like, one warehouse they got a lot of mileage from. Cactus mm. doing that little sexy smirk and everything. Uh, I but it's Nature Domination Farouk's like, wait, hang on. I still remember it word for word. Oh, go on. I've been a professional for 18 years, six and a half years, nine years. It takes a lot of time and training to do what I do. Still having incurred countless injuries, bumps and, stu- broken, bumps and bruises. The danger is always there. The danger is always there. The fear is always there. Don't be a bonehead. Don't be a clown. Please don't try this at home. Please don't try this at home. Don't try this at home. Please leave the danger to us. That's to Trevor McDonald. <laughs> so now Trevor McDonald, did they leave the danger to them? To Trevor McDougal. That little, yeah, that little wry smile by Mick at the end. Yeah, yeah. Please, don't try this at home. Even though I literally got hired because I jumped off my roof. I've been a professional for 15 for years. Nine years. years. It's taken a lifetime of training to do, do what it. I do. Still have incurred countless injuries and stitches. Bumps and bruises. The danger is always there. The danger there. is always there. The fear is always fear there. Fear is always there. Don't be a bonehead. Don't be a clown. Don't try this Please at home. Please don't try this at home. Don't try this at home. Please leave the danger to us. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Back to the limo. And they clearly really enjoyed that advert because the windows are fogged up (laughs) from all the sex. They're doing a sex. All right, don't try that at home. Don't try a sex at home. Please. Unless it's with someone you care about. Get a limo, pull up to the stables, and you can do what you like. Yeah, anyway. Doing a sex in the limo. Speaking of sex in the limo. Think, we think it's Vince and Trish. Yeah, that's We haven't seen Vince. We can feel his presence. <laughs> so can Trish. His hardcore champion, Raven. Yeah. With Stacker 2. WF the Volume 5 and Chef Boyardee Beef Ravioli. I can still taste the juice. And it's been weeks. <laughs> We've got another jar. We've got another tin to go, yeah. Is that a punishment video in the making? Maybe. <laughs> just Next time Pachiti's doing hell in a smell, just drop the t- oh. drop the tin unopened on his head. <laughs> Smack it around his head. Bye. Oh! Linda. <laughs> now I'm. Now I'm now I'm now I'm now I'm Labour Pachini. <laughs> Lib Dem Green. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Raven sits down to commentate with Jerry Lawler, aka the heel commentary team from '93. <laughs> yes, it is, yeah. isn't it? Uh, Crash Holly with Giant Pop, and oh my God, it's a new kiss of death. The SmackDown shirt. Oh, that that's is a, a rare. That is a special kiss of death, that yeah. is. Not, not just a WWF shirt, but plugging the telly show that you're on. Is it, was it, would you say it is worse for a wrestler to wear a logo shirt, a Raw and or SmackDown shirt, or a pay-per-view shirt? Nah, it's still the company one. Yeah. Because at the very least, you can go, oh, that's good. That's brand awareness. Oh, pay-per-view coming up. That's Tommy Dreamer's thing because he's so fat, you can, you know, <laughs> share a, you film a movie theater on his titties. Um, a movie theater. Well done, Matthew. You can film I've a movie the, theater. I forgot the expression. Do you get a powerbomb the other and, day? Because I heard it on AW and I went, no one, who's, who's Aaron Films? Well, cinema, surely. Yeah, you, oh, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Like the drive-in movie theatres was supposed to be a uh, reference to. I'm doing a horrible job of this, aren't I? You did I'm, a lovely job, Go on, Matthew, mate. dig the hole even bigger and deeper. Big fan. Smackdown shirt. Not the new kiss of death. The hug of death with a little nibble of the ear. The winner of this match gets Raven at No Way Out. So it's a big schmoz as veterans come quick, like the Rumble 95. Perry Saturn is here. Yay. As they still don't know if he's hardcore or Eurodivision. Uh, Blackman appears and there's going to be a this is going to be a giant mess yes it is Matthew from a week ago Sun lands the three handled yada 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 but Crash kicks out of it and no one calls it I was really surprised that Crash kicked out I like, like I thought we were getting this move over I don't know what's happened this move it's so hmm. weird uh, Kate Quick and Harker Holly appear with a giant pop obviously Big Show with renewed vigour 
and arrives. Crash dives off the top, and of course, Show grabs him. Big Show press slams Saturn to the outside, to, onto no one. Perry Saturn just <laughs> eats shit there. Uh, Perry Saturn jumps up and goes, Eureka! Uh, Big Show punches a bin <laughs> into Kate Quick's face. It's nowhere near as good as last week's. No. But in the highlight of the show, Show pins K-Quick. Crash tries to break up the pin by pulling Big Show's leg. Show ignores him, kicks him off, and just pins him. That was fun. That was... I Crash like- is too small to break up a pin. <laughs> awesome. That was that was a lovely use of Crash breaking up, or not breaking up the pin, as it were. Big Show just, like, stomping into the hardcore division, like Smaug into that village. <laughs> Yes. Just obliterating everybody every time he's in there. He just constantly just dominates everybody. And he'll dominate the champion in the run-up to it as well, in, the, in, the, in, the, just in a few moments' time. Yeah. It's great. Showing up like Mars Bar, bring up <laughs> the structure of worlds. Uh, yeah. Big Show then is attacked by Raven. Tries to smack Big Show of a stop sign, but Big Show no sells that. Uh, Raven is effed. Mm. <laughs> like Davy Boy in a certain moment on Joe walks to the ring uh, to clarify it wasn't him in the limo <laughs> we know it was every barbecue sauce dribbling down the windows burn God <laughs> I'm slobbered her knockers I'm slobbered her knockers slobbered on her knockers Smackdown 2 presents Austin stunning Steph it's 2001 <laughs> baby <laughs> So JR heads out <laughs> and gives the big old build-up before we get another big old build-up via video package. Uh, we all know this by now. Triple H, smartest man in the world, blah, blah, blah. He's the one who set up the Rikishi. Did J- just, just very quickly, again, like I don't know whether I remember this wrong. Is this the first time that JR comes out to the Oklahoma fight song? Oh, that's a good question. It's not often he shows up on TV. No, it's so why I'm maybe, trying to think this is the first time that maybe. we've seen it. It might be something that he's been doing when the cameras are off anyway. It would have been great if they'd done the video package first. It's you, Austin, I have to end you. Triple H, you son of a bitch. I have to end it. No way out. (laughs) (laughs) Please welcome the ring, Jim Ross. That would be brilliant. That would be wonderful. Uh, <laughs> Triple H reminds us how smart he is and reminds <laughs> us he will break Austin's spirit in the first fall, his bones in the second. Triple H then reminds everyone of the stunner to Steph that we've only been shown six times tonight and pedigrees Jim Ross in revenge. <laughs> Can you believe it? Austin chases him away and this was a well put together segment that went on for a very long time which sums up most Triple H segments. Uh, Austin uh, hurt the one that Triple H loves the most. Yeah, yeah. So it was only right that Triple H attack JR. <laughs> yeah. You hurt my lover, I will hurt yours. <laughs> JR takes a lovely pedigree. Please welcome the sacrificial lamb for tonight. <laughs> JR knew that was coming. We all knew. But you know what? It worked well. Good build up. Yeah. And Austin's like, hey, come on. That guy likes me for some reason. We went hunting together. And there's months where I couldn't do anything. If I was if I was going after Steve Austin, I would kick the shit out of JR. I feel like that's the way to really, really like get his gander. Get his gander beat up Jim up. Ross a lot over the years, didn't he? He bloodied him on one episode. I think maybe three occasions where yeah. he did. And obviously Rikishi is beating him up. Kane set him on fire. Good old JR. He's had a good old but JR. Do we reckon MJF's gonna MJF's gonna give him a clatter at some point? 
I hope so. <laughs> and it's like, hey, what are you can do about it? Well, nothing. None of us are really that connected to Jim Ross like Steve Austin was. <laughs> so you do whatever yeah. you want to do. <laughs> That's right. I go, I'm over like Piper in Portland, JR in Oklahoma, and just beats him up. <laughs> anyway, now it's Jericho and X Pac teaming up for inexplicable reasons to take on Eddie and Benoit. <laughs> Why are they teaming up? Oh, it's a four-way at No Way Out for the IC title, which I remember being a really good match. Yeah. So, makes sense for them to do a little tag match here, even though Jericho and X-Pac do not like one another. Jericho beats up Benoit, and then reluctantly tags an X-Pac by hip-tossing him into the ring. Yeah. The ring. The meringue. Sorry. The, I'll, I'll not speak eventually. Into the meringue. Sorry. It's my third part. Sorry. It'll be the first of three things I do today, so this is just a warm-up. <laughs> this is cardio. This, is, this, this podcast is truly cardio. It certainly is. X-Pac uses his educated feet to take down Benoit, the best tech wrestler in the whole of WWF. <laughs> I was clearly amused there by, like, Benoit's so smart. X-Pac does the same kick he's done since 94. Benoit oh, just take him out. stumbles into it. Yeah. <laughs> he misses a Bronco, allowing Eddie to tag in and batter Waltman like it's sold out 97. <laughs> X-Pac tags in Jericho and distracts the ref so the Radicals can get their licks in. Y2J blocks a Frankensteiner like how the good American police blocked his wife from taking over the car. Christ! <laughs> if you, this is the first time you've absorbed wait, wait, wait. what we do. Three, two, one. Allegedly! <laughs> I, Matthew tends to write these notes and then <laughs> I, and then I think he has that men in black thing where you wipe <laughs> his own memory because you do read them like like they've been prepared for you but they are this is written by it's Matthew like, Craig no, it's like Norm McDonald's notes to self bit I'm reading <laughs> oh that's what I said <laughs> Xbox kids Jericho mid line salt this is grabbing the ropes that was to good allow, to allow Benoit to get the cross face for the win oh then Eddie and Xbox punch one another until Teeny Weenie, just incredible, low blows Eddie, and then double super kick Benoit. Credible looks so small. Even next to Benoit. Yeah. Like especially next to Benoit, because he's jacked. I was just, I was, as somebody, like, I think I said this last week on the podcast, but seeing Just Incredible in, e, in ECW, like, I genuinely thought he was about the same size as, like, a Steve Austin or The Rock, and then he's got here, and I was like, oh, my God, like, a, like a, he's just like, he's smaller than Benoit, he's smaller than all these guys. Yeah. God, what's he going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm very worried for him. But I think, are we, how close are we now to uh, Albert getting in the mix? <laughs> And one uh, of the he's, coolest he's not doing anything. It wasn't even in the hardcore thing, so... The, it must be after... Were they out WrestleMania? Did Xbox do anything at WrestleMania? I forget. I really tend to think about... Oh, they on the Sunday Night Heat, weren't they? Damn it. They were the show off on heart. Heat before... Yeah, they must have been. They definitely got a match on Backlash. Yeah. Definitely got a match on yeah, Backlash. Yeah, they got plenty of Backlash. Mm. Edge and Christian, bitch. Backstage, I'll have to take on Kane Undertaker again. Uh, what's up with Kane no selling everything, says Christian. What is he? Some sort of big red machine? <laughs> what am I? To which a big red machine? To which the rock appears and goes, No, he's a big red oh uh. we were going to form you Spotify of taking down the rock's pie. <laughs> he's a big red Chinese. Uh, no. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Angle tells them to go back to being the cocky team he knows and loves. Let's go out there and kick ass and leave No Way Out as champs together. 
Yeah. It feels like the Team Eck. It feels like I don't, I don't know. They didn't mean to, but I got the whole Blackadder over the top vibe about Angle and Eck going into the Rock Undertaker and Kane match. Like they're all good gonna, luck, everyone. Good luck, everyone. Like they're all so good, and they're all gonna no, get. I like I like it because they're, they're they could be wacky, yeah. but Kurt is like, no, 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 I'm being a bit serious now. Yeah, serious you, Kurt is here. Serious, I like the energy a of serious. Sneak preview Kurt. of. You know the wrestling machine that will know and love years oh, later. Yes. Because I remember, like, it was. I think it was right <clears throat> late oh two, early oh three, maybe even before that. When it was like Triple H, I think was off for a bit, or he just come back. It wasn't that good. Austin had left. Rock had left. One thing was maybe injured or something. And it was like Kurt was just saying, "You know, I'm like the best wrestler here, right?" And I'm <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you it's are." Like, it's this weird reaction from the crowd, like. Yeah, you are really good, actually, aren't you? They just sort of locked into the idea that Angle is actually a really good wrestler. It's kind of happened, like, yeah, even was a heel, it's like, yeah, but wow. But he's, but he's brilliant. Yeah. Ah, speaking of brilliant. <laughs> it's the Cat versus Ivory <laughs> in Cat's last match and nearly her last appearance. That'll be, again, something that we'll be recapping the Wrestling Observer intros in a few weeks' mm-hmm. time. She's dressed as you'd expect the leader of the right to nudity to be dressed. Ivory takes some rough offense before swinging her via her hair. Ivory gets her in a scoop slam position, then spanks her while yelling at Lawler. <laughs> she then dumps her with the Amityville Horror, Chris Chetty's finisher. So I guess he's not showing up then anytime soon. <laughs> but she yells at Lawler while Kat rips her shirt off, or at least tries to. She's rubbish. Ivory's top comes off, and that brings out the right to censor. So Lawler has enough and goes to chair shot some good people. Before Stephen Richards sneak attacks Lawler with a Stephen kick while dressed as a security guard. Well, it won't be the first time Lawler's lost to some uh, authority figures. <laughs> and then all of Right to Sensei get their finishes, which is one step above that <laughs> Main Street Posse match they had against Kai Dai. <laughs> I loved that! Yeah. Well, we saw that because I uh, finished reading Pete Gass's book with people on stream, and it is. The wrestling equivalent sometimes to uh, self-esteem by the offspring. Like, this one time, Undertaker and Kane were playing dominoes backstage. I got to hold the dominoes for them. It was a great moment just to be included. And you're like, oh, man. he left this in his book. Oh, Pete. You know, one time I was in the urinal, two urinals away from the rocks pissing. It was great. Oh, Pete. <laughs> like that type of thing. I feel bad for Pete. What do you for a Desert Island Graps? I want to hear some oh, of these really God. underwhelming stories. Yeah, hey, Pete, what's the most underwhelming thing that's ever happened? Well, how long have you got? Tell, tell me all the underwhelming stories. We'll put them all in one five-hour podcast. He does have one where, for some reason, he wanted to see... He was like, oh, I should be on a diet, and they just eat something like Wendy's. So I think the story was he made himself vomit on his own car hood, and then what well, Rodney and the other ones showed up and goes, well, if you're doing it, I'm doing it. Bleh. For God's sake. And like, Alpha. I want to play. Alpha <laughs> and Test. And like, Scott, do you want? You know, there's like, well, what are you guys doing? And like, well, <laughs> All right. Bleh. Their own what? car. Their what? own car. Their own car. And then obviously they drove down the lunch watching it going, oh, it's flying off. <laughs> Stupid. This is in his book. Christ. Pete Gas, come do Desert Island Graps, mate. If you're listening, if you're watching, come to Desert Island Graps. Let's get you on. Let's hear some of these stories. I want, I want underwhelming, vomit-fueled stories from Pete Gas. It's got to be done. We'll make it happen. That's got to be Pete. <laughs> I like the idea of them going, oh, you've been sick. I'll be sick as well. Yeah. 
Anyway, all this secular car sets up a singles match between Stephen Richards and Lola at No Way Out. Woohoo! Can't wait. Uh, with Lola led out by the authorities, or excuse me, the medics, Taz takes this opportunity to commentate. Yay! Yay. Taz's music on WWF The Music Volume 5. It is. It's a slightly remixed version. It is. And, I, and if you listen, I think it's about like the last minute. And this, and I remember listening to it in the car because I was the cool kid that mm. had WWF The Music Volume 5 and CD player. And it's at like the last minute. There's Joey Styles commentary on it. I don't remember that. Yeah. There's Joey Styles doing commentary. And I was like, <gasps> it's from ECW. It's on WWF the music. And what, what does he say? Is it like a more. Oh, he's just like putting over Taz. Like, Taz is the human suplex machine. He's the greatest. So weird. Oh, so good. I don't think I never like. I like these CDs, but like, here's the full version. I was like, mm. read full version. Well, some of them go on, all right, all right, all right. But like most of them are just like, no, it's just, it's just. The Rock's version, I think on volume four, the Rock's full version, it has a bit near, like a bit before the end where the Rock comes in and goes, yeah. the Rock says you can take your CD, turn it sideways yeah. and stick it straight up your candy ass. And there's an episode of Raw where they're obviously Wait, playing you probably it. do that. Oh, sideways. Oh, maybe not. Yeah, okay. yeah not No, but, but no. That, I mean. That's how a CD's supposed to be though. So sideways is that. Take your CD. That's probably the most easy easily inserted thing he's ever said. Are you suggesting then that you could quite happily put a contact, a compact disc in your anus? Well, compared to all the other stuff he's wanting to shove up my ass. Yeah, but we're not comparisoning. I am. Not, I'm what I'm not here. about The Rock's ass. I'm not here to conversate. Um, not comparisoning. Okay, so coming soon on the Patreon, Matthew is going to no, no, willingly no. put a compact disc up his ass because apparently that's easy. Easier. <laughs> easier than like hey you could stick a greyhound coach up your ass <laughs> sideways thank as if that'll help rock thank god you said coach because if you'd said put a greyhound up your ass no god you'd have got cancelled and why am I saying that why because it's the greyhound slam of the week Wait, with the dog what? in the suit <laughs> yeah like get it greyhound it's actual greyhound in the it's suit actual greyhound riding talking. like on the coach reporting for like greyhound news <laughs> some absurd thing <laughs> Some fever dream. Uh, yeah, it's Test beating Regal for the European title. Apparently two moves. That's when Regal was effed. Yeah, he was... Take a shot every time, by the way. Someone's effed on the roster. It was a hernia, I think he had. Oh. Uh, but they, they kept him on to a real quick bit in the Rumble. And then they had um, a, a Test beating real quick yeah. to get the belt off him. And he's just been not really wrestling for a little while. And tonight he's back in the ring. Hernia all sorted. Get oh. back out there and fight. And fight Test. You lucky oh, thing. No. Who we wrestling? Test. Oh, me hernia's playing up again. <laughs> oh, me bloody hernia. Oh, me bloody hernia's playing up again. I got it from sat on a greyhound bus for eight hours. <laughs> anyway, uh, Willie. <laughs> you like that? Didn't you? I did, yes, buddy. <laughs> Willie sells for Test for a bit. He takes a sweet gut wrench powerbomb for two. But while Regal makes his comeback, Al Snow with a commissioner shirt arrives to throw buttons in the crowd. So last week, Fo Al Snow went to Foley's house and was like, hey, you should come back and work really hard. And I was like, I don't want to come back. He's like, I got beat up for nothing. <laughs> was, nah, how about this? How about you're the commissioner? So I was like, I'm the commissioner. And uh, this is him campaigning to be commissioner, I guess. Because you got the commissioner, like Foley's funny shirt, which says commish, but it runs out of space and the, the uh. So the uh just kind of comes down the side. Yeah, like, it? And he's throwing badges into the crowd. He's throwing badges. Did anybody get a commissioner badge from Al Snow? 
like to hear from you. Yeah. We, if you well, how else could we hear Al Snow? Is he on some sort of YouTube show that you do? He is on uh, a recent episode of Desert Island Grab. Is he? Where he talks about his time working in OVW, oh, his great. love for the UK, yeah, and uh, a whole does. bunch of... <laughs> Thanks for the enthusiasm. Sorry. And so That's fine, it's fine. Hey, it's former a, European champion. Got former be. European champion. He's a lovely man as well. Big fan of Prodigy. Oh, good. Love Prodigy. Of course, he came out to... Uh, Breathe. Uh, breathe uh, yeah. Exhale. Yeah, breathe. Exhale. Exhale. Yeah. Exhale. Exhale. exhale, exhale. No, 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 then no, no, no. inhale. Inhale. Then exhale. exhale. That's it. That's good. the one. It's a good song, though. Sometimes I need to listen to it to get reminded. <laughs> Regal is not impressed with the sight of Al Snow. Probably wondering why he's back to feuding with him. Like, <laughs> I did this last year. <laughs> Am I stuck in a vortex? <laughs> Test misses a big boot, and Willie beats him before getting distracted by Snow's ringside shenanigans. Taking a shot from Head, who was secretly in the big bag of badgers. Mm. I'm actually saying that loud. I'm very happy. And this allows Tess to retain after a shot from the head. There was a lot going on in the division with nothing going on. Yeah, like, I don't know why they decided to make Tess the European champion. I Because I, I, I don't know whether they're trying to reheat him again. Yeah. It feels weird. It's an expression putting... about shutting the barn doors after the horse have escaped. <laughs> Tess still looks good. Dude, him and Christian had that sweet match a few weeks ago. Yeah, he, they he did. He can be good, but it's like, yeah, but can you make him not look like a bum? I mean, there is that. There is that. But alas. <laughs> alas and alack. Who could he have teamed with for a pun? It was TNA with him and Albert. Um, Regal and him could have been rat. Rat. Uh, let me think. Test. Um, um, harder than it looks, folks. It is, isn't it? It is test. Test. No, that wouldn't work. Test and Saturn, because that could have been Test and Perry Go Large. <laughs> test match special. Oh. oh. <laughs> Why am I the special bit? You took a powerbomb, remember? Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's, oh, that gimmick, yeah. That's it. You couldn't uh, do that nowadays. You're right, Perry, because you can't wrestle. And Test is dead. Hit us up at Matthew Gregg at Tom Campbell oh, on Twitter with... <laughs> damn it. What have I done? Your Test Tag Team puns! We'll read the best ones next week during No Way Out yeah, Watch Along. Go. During Matthew. the Watch Along and No Way Out 01, we'll read out your, your best Test Tag Team puns. Yeah. The best ones. Some no, of the worst I'm ones. I'm not the best ones. Some of the worst ones. One of the crap ones. <laughs> at Tom Campbell on Twitter, at Matthew Gregg on Twitter. Send us your, your test tag puns. We'll I'll read them you. out. <laughs> and Matthew will block every single one of you. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a test pun. Were you talking about going away? Go away. What I like is... It's like what, three days later, I'm like, were you talking what, what? <laughs> what I like is, is there's uh, like a few people have reached out to me who, who, are ca- who just discovered the podcast relatively recently. Oh, yeah, I've had a few people on there. Uh, and, and I'll get a tweet from them, and it will say, yeah, green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll say, sorry, in the podcast... I can add a bit more. Sorry, I've just started watching. I'm on episode five. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Context is always... If you are listening to the older episodes, it's a bit pointless telling you this now, but context is always good. It's greatly appreciated because I love talking about the older episodes, but do hit me up with a bit of context. 
because I'm not. I, I, I genuinely, I barely remember what we talked about last week, let alone what we did on this podcast in episode twelve. <laughs> It'd be great. It's like we should say if you've listened to this week's podcast, said the thing, say Matthew, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, that's if you listen to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. There start. you can In which case, do, you'd be deserved to say that. You can that. do that. Then. No arguments there. <laughs> uh, Stephanie sees the footage of Trish uh, doing something in a limo and goes to sort her out because it must be Vince McDad. <laughs> the Dudleys appear and spray paint No Way Out onto a table at ringside and leave. Okay, more on that later on. Steph goes to deal with Trish, but... You ready? You ready? You ready? What was it all along? What was it? Hang on. See, Tom could do this now. His legs not lacquered. By the way, he's doing the dramatic Linda by, by way, standing up. Viscera T-shirt. If oh you're watching on the Patreon, God. thank you, Jim, my brother. For it's making so that. great. So, if you're watching on the Patreon, you'll appreciate. I want one. I love Midian. So it was a setup. I have to wait while Tom comes back and banging over everything. Oh, hello, Tom. Hi. Uh, Trish wasn't sexing in a car. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sex up. Oh, oh right there. Oh, I stand up, go bang some other things. No, don't really. Um, yeah. I don't know. It didn't, it's not explained how Trish made all that um, steam. Just. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'd, have, I'd have fought, had to fight the urge to do a smiley face. Yeah. I'd have had to fight the urge. So Vince wasn't so, in the limo. She wasn't in the limo. She's just having a good time. What uh, a shit setup. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of shit setup, Trish allows Steph. What? No, Trish throws Steph, I should say, into the manure slash horse poop that happened to be there. In the stables, which is in every parking lot in every arena. In the in Kemper America, arena. Yeah, in the chemical arena. Uh, Steph then gets liquid poo dumped on her. And now this feud has tension and poo. <laughs> it God, was that a, was a lot of poo. There was a lot of poo, unfortunately. About you know what? what? They showed this to kids. Um, I, ca I can't. you know what they did? They saw that segment of poo getting dumped on her. And even more poo. And then one kid gave another kid a powerbomb. I can give you a few uh, details about why there were horses there. Oh, why? Because the Kemper Arena is host to uh, m several horse shows, including the Cutting Horse Show, the uh, the America and the American Royal Horse Show. Oh. So livestock American show in Rony. American Royal. Yeah. How does that work? The American Royal <laughs> livestock. Hang on, that's our crown. It's a and then the, lo not... the logo contains a, uh, a crown. Ooh. A crown and country. The American Royal is a livestock show, horse show, rodeo, and barbecue. Oh no! Is that the loser? That's unfortunate. <laughs> I'd be worried if I was a horse going to that show. There's a barbecue here. Oh dear. But then, do you think you have to like convince all the horses to do it by cutting off a, a dude's head and putting it in the bed with them? <laughs> oh, horses going. That smells nice. <laughs> What are you cooking? Oh no, it's Jim. What's it? Yeah. We'd like to thank we'd like to thank Finders for sponsoring the barbecue. Ah, there we go. Woo! Whoop! Woo! It's main event time. It is indeed, mate. Kane, main event o'clock. The Rock, Undertaker, 
taking on Team Eck, no DQ. With that table, still at ringside. I don't think it'll come into play, though. I think it's just there for show. Yeah. Uh, no one wants to start with Undertaker to begin with, so Angle braves it out, knowing what happened the last time they feuded. Uh, Deadman Inc. no-sells Kurt, and also no-sells Rock's request for a tag. Christian runs in, but Undertaker no-sells that as well, but Angle is able to get out the ring so he can drop Edge and land old school. Oh, my God, I missed a line. Undertaker no-sells that. Angle is able to run the ring so he can get dropped. There we go. There you are. Undertaker then no-sells some edge and lands old school on him. Undertaker lets Kane tag in, further annoying The Rock, who really wants to tag in and mess up Angle. Top rope clothesline takes down Edge. Finished him off last week. But everyone else decides to double-team Kane, which he no-sells and suplexes both E and C instead. Jesus, the Canadians are getting nothing in this match. Absolutely bugger all. Rock tags in and slaps Christian around before demanding Angle get in the ring. Kurt waits until Christian distracts him before taking Rock down, then tagging in, because he's Kurt, and he's great. <laughs> Team Eck beat up The Rock for a bit, as someone needs to take some damn offense in this match, and amazingly, it's The Rock for a change. The Rock recovers to Simone Drop Edge and smash Angle's pasty. Undertaker chokeslams Christian, and it all breaks down, with Kane and Undertaker bouncing Edge around the ringside. The Dudleys appear and deliver the what's up to Christian's balls. Completely legal, and there's no DQ match. Undertaker blocks the Dudley's 3D attempt, so the tag guys brought up ringside until The Rock gets the sharpshooter on Angle, with Edge blocking it, allowing Kurt to Olympic slam a Rock through the table to win. Kurt Angle then locks in the ankle lock on a tapping Rock, but is still in the table, and that's a great image to end on. This was a great match for Kurt, and a completely shitty one for Edge and Christian. <laughs> I... I'm sad that Rock was the one, and I'm glad you made a note of it. Like, Rock was the one that took the majority of the beating. Yeah. I thought that's just... But then, of course, going into this Sunday, I think it's it's kind of the way of things, Angle getting that big win. Someone in this match needs to get beat, or it's going to be the most one-sided match I've ever seen. Um, And it almost felt like there's that story Cornette tells about... Was it Gordy, Terry Gordy, and... Uh, oh, Michael Hayes. The Fabulous Freebirds, when they came back, and it was the Hayes-Garvin version of it, were just not wanting to sell anything. They were like, we're, we're so cool and big and stuff. We're the like, best. Hayes was apparently, you know, on the protein supplements and mm. stuff at that point. He was like, we're going to, like... They said they no sold Cornette's racket, and Cornette had to tell them, you know, even the Road Warriors sold that, right? <laughs> and apparently they had a match. I think it was Gordy and Williams. Oh, it was a six-man tag. Oh, it wasn't Midnight Express as well, I think. It was a bit of a mixed one that we didn't usually do. But, like, I think Steve Williams has had enough of Hayes no-selling him. Like, no, you have to sell something and then end up breaking a wooden chair over him going, fuck on me. Him, <laughs> fuck with me. Fuck with me. Or, ah. <laughs> He got really bad. He's like, how oh, dare you? you got to sell something, motherfucker. What and, they uh, do if they face Undertaker and Kane? That would just been... God, Undertaker and Kane. Undertaker and Kane, yeah. 01, Undertaker and Kane taking on the Fabulous Freebirds circa 89. Just nobody d- uh, dealing with anything. Nothing. Just constantly. Nothing. Constant nothing. Constant nothing. <laughs> constant nothing. For 10 minutes. So, yeah, it's still, though, it, it served the purpose. Smackdown mm. is still the setup show to a certain degree. And this set up the main event match between Angle and The Rock. Angle... Doing a bit of comedy, but doing the series as well. A great final image. Yeah. In the rock tap out. While he's in the table, he's like tapping and there's bits of table in his hand. He's like, ow, that hurt. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked it. Angle putting the ankle lock on. The ankle lock getting over all over yeah. again, which is nice to see. They also, they also called it the Olympic Slam. 
which I believe they were told not to after a while because they told the Olympics has that trademark. So I think it was a slight... Oh, really? Is that yeah. why it became the angle slam? Yeah. Ah, the more you know. Yeah. I thought it was just moving away from that sort of era. I thought so as well. As but a... sorry, the Olympics like, no, you can't use our name like that. You can't that. use the Olympics. Or paying us. So I was like, all right, angle, angle, angle. Angle slam it is. And, ah, well, there you go. The more I didn't, I didn't know that part. I don't know. There was either. an issue with that. But I guess so they got, they got a slap on the knuckles for... A rap on the knuckles wall and get yeah. an Olympic slam. I hit the knuckles and went, oh no. <laughs> oh no. What do, you, so, what do you remember? Oh, what do I remember from this? I remember Kurt Angle being great. Yeah. Because for a while I went, this guy's stupid. This is just, I don't like this guy. He sucks. Because mm. he just keeps on fluking victories. And that was his character for a bit. But a lot of what he said here, like, I agreed with. I'm like, Rock sing about pie, that's ridiculous. I went, yeah, I don't like that song either as a kid. I don't get it. I remember uh, so. um, Al Snow's commissioner run. Do you? Because oh, I was Snow. a big fan of Al Snow as a kid. I was. And I thought, oh, this is cool. This is a fun thing for Al to do. This will lead to something for Al. It doesn't, but it leads to something for someone else. But I remember him wearing, I remember him like ballad lobbying to become commissioner. I remember that was a fun bit. So, that, so while there were lots of other memorable things on this show, the image of Al Snow walking down the ramp, throwing badges into the crowd, is something that I do. I recall the moment I saw it. Uh, what have you forgotten from this week's show? I forgot everything about Test European title. <laughs> it's, it's like, Poor oh yeah, Regal came back and he was European champion for ages, and then something, something, and then he was in the main events and all that. I'm like, oh, they lost a Test, didn't he? Because then, of course, Test. Wrestles Eddie at WrestleMania X7, which I remember, but it's like, I'm like, what are you doing with this belt? <laughs> How dare you have that? You're not one of us. Yeah. Regal's in the main events with Strish uh, and Vince and doing all the main event stuff, and it's like, and now he's got to wrestle Test for the European title. You're like, <laughs> it's almost like like Regal what? Regal's in the mix as the European champion with like Austin and Vince and Trish and etc. So Test went, if I beat him, I'll be there too. And he immediately wins the title and then is back where he was before and Regal remains there. What? That's not fair. I um I forgot about the, the hardcore top contenders match. That was a fun bit of bollocks. All that those was. lads in there together throwing weaponry at each other. Yeah. Another thing I could say is Another thing I remember is that they didn't say, yeah, how good Big Show was in the hardcore run. Yeah, yeah. It was, this was exactly where he needed to be right now. Yeah, with 20 people bumping for him. <laughs> OVW paid off, didn't it, Jim Ross? <laughs> so that was SmackDown, the 72 hours away from No Way Out SmackDown. Oh. So next time we are together, it is a watch along Yay. of No Way Out 2001. Yay. What I remember, a good, a mainly a one, maybe two match show. No, I'd say it's a, a, a three-match with some other stuff on the undercard. Yeah, there's a lot of crap stuff on the undercard, as we said. Mm, but we'll the four-way for the IC title, remember being great. Three changes of hell, and the main event. Oh, and the crappy tag team table match where everyone's dead. Where everyone is just packed. Yeah, it's like a World War One hospital. <laughs> yeah. You, well, we will watch it again next week, and you'll watch it with us, as it'll be a watch-along presentation Ooh. on the Cold Talk podcast feed. And until we are next together doing that, he is at Matthew Gregg on Twitter. I am at Sam Gamble on Twitter. Thank you, good recovery. Together, we are at Cold Talk on Twitter. Don't forget to join us. Test... Is dead. He's not dead. He's not the well, way. I mean, he is. Test. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Um, oh no. He teams. 
He, oh, teams, he teams with Bobby Fish and he's called Test the Waters. Oh, I was going to go with him and Rikishi as driving test. <laughs> That's the win. Love you, bye. Oh. Love you, bye. That's the close. <laughs> That's the hot close. Oh, mate. no. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 